Hey everybody, how we doing this week? Thanks so much for tuning in to On The Rocks. Um, this week, we're going to talk about the presidential debate. Uh, I got a preview of the Minnesota Wild. Um, Evan, what do you got? Uh, some Samsung news, some banking news, and some sports news. Alrighty, are you ready? Alright, welcome back. Uh, as always, Evan Lemire, my good buddy Joey Myers here. How are we doing? So, um, as we were discussing prior to the episode, we're a little content light yeah. this week. There's not much going on yeah. other than political news. I mean, I don't... So let's just, let's just chat. What do you got for me? What do you know? Well, actually, I want to start with a little informal introduction right away okay. this time. Yeah. So what are, you, what, are you, what are your plans for, are for the rest of the week? For the rest of I the guess. week. You know what? It's a pretty quiet week. Don't have too much going on school wise or work wise. No. No. So That's nice. Yeah, just kinda laying low. Yeah. That's fine. That's that's nice though, you know. Every once in a while just to have a week like that where you don't I know. have to do I wish that was my week. You got a busy one? Well I had a test yesterday and then I got two tomorrow and one on Friday. Oh, so God. they are all jam packed I have four this week. That's and awful. but after that it's gonna be Smooth sailing. There you go. Because everything is going to be at a lull yeah. point. So next week is going to be my, you know, my chill week. There you go. That works. Yeah. And uh, I'm rocking the Odell jersey tonight. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a new installment. Yeah, I just I just got it yesterday. I got him and Stefan Diggs yesterday. That's I see sick. you're rocking the coil jersey Always tonight. Always rocking the coil jersey. What are you talking about? <laughs> Always rocking. Gotta support the wild. That's Season right. is starting. Tomorrow. Yeah. It's, yeah. We'll it's cover fun. that later. Yeah, we'll have more on that. All right. Well, should we get into it? Yeah, let's let's do it. You want to start? Right. Or you want me to? Yeah. Well, I'll I'll do our mixed drink of the okay, week yeah. here. Uh, yeah. by the way, I should have mentioned this earlier. Um, I didn't do it. The mixed drink of the week was actually a segment that my roommate, shout out to Tyler Cromosta, he uh, he gave me the idea to do the uh, mixed drink of the week. So shout out to him for thinking of that. Um, so this week, uh, it's called Bend Over Shirley. Um. It's a little bit, yeah, it's a little more of a, it's a fruity drink, so not exactly my favorite, but... It sounds, just from hearing the name, it sounds like it's just like an alcoholic Shirley Temple. And that's exactly what it is. It's one and a half ounces of raspberry flavored vodka, um, four ounces of Sprite, and then three-fourths ounces of rose grenadine syrup. You know, (laughs) if it weren't for the name, I could actually, like... Yeah, I'd probably end up yeah, ordering it, one it of those could, at some point in time. You could, it could get a bad... It's, like, I love Shirley Temple. Oh, yeah, they're, they're great. great. Sprite and grenadine. And yeah, it's a great throw combo. throw in a little vodka in there. What? That sounds spectacular, but nobody wants to... No guy wants to walk up to the bar and... and ask hey, for a... Hey, buddy, I'd like one bend over Shirley. And then you get yeah. punched and yeah. thrown out of the bar, so... And then you're not allowed to come yeah. back and... Yeah. And you can't go back no. because you're forever known as the guy who ordered the bend over Shirley. Yeah, and yeah. You just don't. You don't want to be that guy. No. Nobody wants to be that guy. That's no good. But yeah, um, <laughs> for our whichever listeners like that, go to the bar and order that. Go I'm for sure it. it. I'm sure it would be a great we're tasting not, drink. We're not gonna, I, like I said, no. it sounds delicious. Yeah. I was, I'd feel uncomfortable. Not what I, it. not what I want to order. But it's not, not something. To each his own. Say. So. Definitely. Um, why don't we? Why don't we get started with you? What, what's the first thing you got? Ah, uh, let's see. I got some stuff about the Samsung Galaxy Note okay. Seven. Okay. Um, because I'm sure you've heard that it was just recently recalled. 
Yeah. yeah, I think it was within the last like two days. Yeah, I'm pretty sure earlier this week, I believe, yeah. or over the week. I don't know. Doesn't matter. It was sometime within a week. Um, but yeah, so I've got an article here from the New York Times about why Samsung abandoned its Galaxy Note Seven flagship phone, which is the article title. If you are so inclined to look for it, um, these problems started quite a while ago. Well, I know they started with the battery just expanding. Well, no, see, that's what I found in this article here. Oh. Is that originally okay. they heard these reports of the note exploding and stuff like that. So they gave phone these phones to a bunch of employees to, like, run diagnostics on. And we want to know what's wrong, so figure out why they're exploding. Yeah. Because they originally did think it was the batteries. So they were going to recall in September. But they decided, you know what, it's probably the batteries. So they stopped using the batteries from that supplier. And they went through a different supplier okay. for these batteries. Okay. Didn't solve the problem. They kept blowing up, right? Huh. So what did I find here? It was some kind of ridiculous number regarding 92 reports of Note 7 batteries overheating. Okay, so the batteries are overheating, but it's not the battery itself. Yeah. It's not the battery's fault. It's something about the phone that's making the battery. So it's the hardware in the phone that's yeah, causing the battery? Yeah, it's got to be something like okay. that. Because, so yeah, if they took the battery out and it's still overheating, then it's well, got to be... Well, it's not... I don't think it's that the phone is overheating on its own. I think the it's something about the phone is overheating the battery in it because they had these old batteries okay. that they thought were the culprit. They put in new batteries and it was still happening. So okay. it's got to be something about the phone. So they recalled this phone. Okay. Which, you know, I mean, they basically killed production until they can figure out what's going on. And these have... This was like a really anticipated phone, you know? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It's like... I mean, it's the direct competitor, the iPhone, whatever plus. I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's kind of a bummer because I mean, it's just the note. Hopefully, that's happening because. Um, I had wanted to pick up the new Samsung Galaxy S seven at seven, some point. Yeah. Here, so hopefully that's not. I'm sure it's, I mean, I've got, the, I've got the S7 right now. You've got the S7, yeah. and we haven't blown up on no. recording, so and I feel yeah, like I'll we're probably, probably good. be okay. I think that's, I, I really like it, because yeah. I've never been a fan nice of one. Apple phones. I just, I flip flop. I mean, my brother got an iPhone, yeah. and I've, I was waiting for him to see how much he liked, and he says he really likes it. He got the 6 Plus, says he really likes it, it's a nice phone, but it is big. Oh <laughs> my gosh, it it's is huge. big. I mean, it's insane. It's only... I think I looked it up. I think it's only like point the screen like size is like point three inches bigger than mine. But like when you hold that in your hand It just seems like it just more feels phone. so much bigger. Yeah. But I don't know, I feel like I because I hate having a tiny screen. Yeah. I, I can't stand it. If I'm sitting there having to squint at my screen, like the one I got right now is really bright. It's got a really it it's really highly detailed. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We it's, were just watching a video on it the other day, and it was incredible. Yeah, it's, it's super nice. Clear. Yeah, and it's super nice, but, you know, it's just that sweet spot where it's not too small where I'm having to, like, squint mm -hmm. at it, but it's not too big where I'm having to, like... You have to, like, hold it back yeah, so you can take in the whole picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, because, I mean, like, that's a thing. Um, no, I just like Samsung's more, I guess, they, to me, I'm just looking at your phone right now, it just looks like more... Like sleek and refined yeah. than an iPhone and for me. I don't know. It just, I like the I like the appearance better. I guess. It's and I like a headphone jack. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, 
Headphone jacks. Yeah, that was, I don't know. I don't know about that whole move. I mean, I think it's definitely an Apple move. Yeah. It's an Apple move because it's bold. Nope. I mean, it's there's it, not. I, I don't think not anybody <laughs> within. I mean, there might be some company like that nobody knows about that maybe tried it, yeah. but no one notable like this. And and Apple's known for that kind of innovation. Yeah, and, and you like could that. argue that there was kind of a public outrage about that. I mean, people were considerably yeah. upset over that. And which which makes sense, especially you got those kids that like go out and buy the these really two, like three hundred dollar yeah headphones and like I've got a nice pair of Beats but I've had them for a long time yeah. now and when I got them I got them for like a little over a hundred yeah but you think about these headphones that some kids have and they got a and headphone the, jack they're not Bluetooth yeah. so what are they gonna and do and even the and even the uh, Headphones you can buy a hundred dollars, like the headphones you can buy for a hundred dollars now, versus the headphones you could buy for a hundred dollars, say four years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean that quality is just mm-hmm. through the roof oh, now. Yeah. Like, and but I have read actually that there is an adapter you can buy that you can actually plug into that port on the bottom, and it allows you to plug in um, wired headphones. Cool. The problem is though, you can't charge it and listen to music then because there's only one port on the bottom. So if you are listening to head, if you are listening to music with headphones that require you to be like plug it in like a standard headphone jack like on any other phone, yeah, you can't charge it if your battery is hmm. dead. So you have to choose if you want to charge it or you want to listen to music. You can't do both. I guess it's kind of cool though that they found a way around that now headphone jack thing. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, but enough about that. Yeah, you got some stories too. Yeah. Yeah, I got. What oh. do you got? First thing I want to talk about is presidential debate. Uh, um, yeah. As always, it's always a huge topic always. in the news. And which is good. I mean, rightfully so. Well, yeah, absolutely rightfully so. I mean, the election is less than a month away. Gosh. Can um, you Have you gotten your absentee ballot yet? I haven't. I just and put in a request for one. I need to do that. Like last weekend. Okay. Two weekends ago. It doesn't I, matter. Yeah. I need to just do, put it in. I need to do it right. too. Actually, I'm assuming they'll get it to I think you. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to do it this week. Yeah, I should do it this week. So, um, I don't know. You didn't watch the debate. I did not. No, I did. Um, I thought it was, you know, I didn't watch enough of the first one to be able to compare it to the first one, like, accurately. But I would say, I know Anderson Cooper was the moderator for this debate. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. And to, I think that, Anderson Cooper might have held back on some questions. And I heard of this about the first debate, too. I think Anderson Cooper kind of held back on some questions that he could have asked Hillary about some more controversial topics. And he kind of let loose on Trump. You see, that, I mean, that's upsetting, too. I've always considered that upsetting, how the media... I don't know. Maybe... I mean, it just... Like, the media is supposed to be completely unbiased, right? Or at least that's the ideal version yeah, of the media, the ideal right? Version. But it's so obviously swayed oh, uh, yeah. toward the liberal side of things that you just kind of wonder when you hear stuff like this and when you see a debate. I mean, if I'm being presented with two presidential candidates, I want them to be, you know, equally matched in Absolutely. these kinds of things like oh, debates. Yeah, no and, doubt. You know, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat that's asking the questions to a Republican or Democrat, trying to make one look better than the other, it doesn't matter which party does it. Yeah. You know, that's still not what you want. No. You don't want that kind of thing censored. Like, when if stuff is going on with Hillary and Anderson Cooper doesn't ask that kind of stuff, isn't he, like, censoring 
I mean, part. I mean, you could what argue people that. Know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and obviously we know there's a lot of controversy with Donald Trump too. There's a lot of controversy with, with Hillary Clinton. I mean, there's tons with both. But I think Anderson Cooper could have done a better job because if he's going to grill Trump that hard on those topics, it's only fair that he grills Hillary exactly. the exact same amount. And vice versa. And vice versa. Absolutely. Because if he only grilled Hillary on stuff but didn't grill Trump. Then we'd have the opposite yeah, argument right that's now. That's not a debate that you can take anything from. No. And actually, it was kind of funny. The last question, I don't know who asked it, but the last question of the debate was from one of the uh, the members in the audience. He asked both candidates to say something nice about each other. Hmm. That was, yeah, that was the, ah, that was the last seen, thing. I've seen yeah. stuff about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, what, that's what he asked them. He said... That's what that guy was with the mustache and, like, the red... I think sweater. that's who it is. I've been seeing him. I've been seeing so. it, but I didn't. I didn't I, get like I didn't a good put look two at and two together because I yeah. heard that that was. But yeah, he asked them to say something nice about each other. The entire crowd just burst into laughter, and he stares emotionless at both candidates, <laughs> like, like that's a, that's I'm dead awesome. serious. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, you yeah. should be moderating these things. <laughs> Probably not. But. Probably not. But anyway, that's she true. said, and Hillary said something about Donald's kids, and Trump said something. I think he said about how Hillary doesn't quit and how she never like she's something about Trump's kids. That's that's so dumb. It it he's an incredibly successful businessman. You can't compliment that. Yeah. He's been he's been bankrupt a lot. I a lot of extremely rich people have been bankrupt. I mean, they declare bankruptcy. I, there's some kind of like legal or financial. Well, if you reason. declare bankruptcy, the bank can't come after you for money that you owe them. Yeah, no, but like there's a reason that they do it. Like. A ton of times, right? Yeah, I mean, business fails. I mean, unless they're just claiming bankruptcy because they don't want the bank to come after them on those. But just to do that time. I don't know the inter inner workings. Yeah, of that, I'm, so. I'm not sure how the inner workings <laughs> no. go. But I know that, you know, a lot of successful people have claimed bankruptcy a number of times. Yeah. Anyway, we can move down the list from that. Um, Anderson Cooper brought up the, the locker room talk incident. Now... And I'm probably not the person to be asking about this. Trump made some pretty vulgar comments in a video that I don't know how long ago it was, but, and listeners, you probably know what I'm talking about actually better than me right now because I don't <laughs> exactly, I don't. Yeah, not a clue. I, I didn't watch the video. I haven't seen, like, um, even people responding to the video clip. I just know there's a lot of outrage of, um, Trump goes up to women to grab her by her genital area, and he's like, he said something along those lines in a video, and I know there's a lot of people who are pretty upset about that. And apparently he dodged, when Anderson Cooper brought up a question about that, he kind of evaded the question and brought up something about ISIS or brought up something about terrorism and... People were le at least to say they were fed up with it. Yeah. Like they want him to acknowledge. I mean, yes, he did release a statement saying he was sorry for doing that. He's not a perfect person. Um, he's a human being. Goes on to say stuff like that. But you have to think though. <laughs> like, is that really how you want a well, like a president to talk? Because it says right here in your article, it says he claimed in the two thousand five Access Hollywood video, gone up to a woman and ever by the yeah we'll let you fill in the blank yeah what would ever possess you to say that i'm not i mean 
I just, I don't know. I, I really don't know. <laughs> and what, what makes people, I just, I, I don't even have words for it. Yeah. I know. I don't even have words for uh, it. Like that's just not an know. okay thing to but say. But it's not our place to speculate. So we'll keep moving. No, that's not. So, um, like I said before, Clinton, Hillary Clinton kind of evaded those tough questions or she didn't even get asked them very much. I mean, they were asked similar things and Trump just happened to get the brunt end of sure. things, just like I heard at the first debates. But another thing I heard about it was that these last two debates, and this one especially, he didn't really try to win over people that aren't voting for him. And that's been a main criticism of him as of late. I'm not sure how late, but he's only been appealing to the people who are already voting for him, and he's not trying to build his his following. He's only appealing to people who hmm. are already following him, and I think that's one problem that he has in his campaign. Yeah, that's, I mean, you're not going to win if you don't recruit new folks, huh? No, well... To be honest, I think it's kind of, I think it's tough to follow him. I mean, I, yeah, I, honestly, I, I don't know. I can't, there's neither, I mean, of course we try to remain neutral here. Neither, I mean, neither of the two candidates would I immediately jump behind. I agree. You know, I agree. Totally. If, if given better options. Yeah. Another thing about it, he threatened to lock her up. Um, Hillary Clinton mentioned something about Trump's temperament, like how we don't want a president who has the temperament like him, and he goes, well, if I was president, you'd be in jail. And he says something along those lines, and the crowd bursts into laughter, and it was a huge thing. So he made a direct threat to lock her up. I mean, in his defense, with this whole email scandal that's kind of oh, the right move. No so, doubt. Well, I don't were... think he's saying he'd just lock her up because he doesn't like who she is as a person. I no. think he's saying based on the scandals... Oh, yeah. I should have She would that. be locked yes. up. Yes. Which I think is... I mean, there was a whole reasonable. FBI investigation yeah, so done with it. Obviously, other people were considering it, right? Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. That, he's not the only one. That's that... not that crazy of no. a claim. I mean, taken out of context, yeah, it can sound terrible, but... but... Even looking in superficially at the situation, it's pretty evident that there's a lot of ground for him to say that. Yeah. Well, that's about that's, all I got That's what for you that. got for presidential. Hopefully yeah. we don't have to cover anything like that for know. a week or so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So haven't we covered that like the last... Like, I think we've had it in... Every week so I far. I think almost every yeah, one. I think we have. Yeah. All right. Well, I got some more fun okay. stuff. Uh, the Wells Fargo CEO John Stumpf steps down. That was I think that was today, or I'm pretty sure I read the about article that. that I'm reading in the Wall Street Wall Street Journal was published not even a half hour ago. Let's or see. Updated, sorry. So it might have been published previous, but it was yeah, updated. It's within the last. I mean, it was recently. published within the last two hours. Yeah. So I mean, he is just out the door. Yeah. Like, Barely. So, to the listeners, if you hadn't heard what's going on, basically, Wells Fargo has always been kind of like your friendly neighborhood lender, right? They, they haven't been a super menacing bank. They're, they're not like, they're not they're not like U.S. Banks. Bank. Yeah, they're not one of those banks that, you know, encourages people to take up predatory loans and stuff like that, right? No. They've always been 
And I've had a good reputation. And I, and I can speak to that because I bank at Wells Fargo here, and I haven't been pressured to open any accounts, to put money somewhere, to do any of that. I mean, they're they're everybody on their staff is pretty friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just I don't know. They seem like a good bank, but anywho. So this reputation reputation was quote unquote shattered by sales tactics scandals revealing that bank employees had opened as many as two million accounts without customers' knowledge. That's insane. I believe because I had read earlier in this article that he stepped down basically after the second of two Capitol Hill hearings where he just got absolutely grilled by Democrats and Republicans alike for this. Wow. Because there was something, there was some kind of call of his that had been recorded. It was either a call or an email or something like that. And I had seen it in this video on YouTube where he was saying that they wanted each customer to open like at minimum eight accounts. I remember, I remember you talking about that actually. Eight accounts. Eight accounts though. I mean, that's, I know. I need to. I'm pretty sure we already talked about this actually last week. Did we actually? Yeah, I think we did. I mean, not this incident, but we brought up the account and that they needed. Did we bring it up on the show or was that just a conversation? I think we brought it up on the show. Okay, I'm not sure. I think we did. But yeah, I mean, back to your point though. I don't, I mean, unless you're making a lot more money than we are and you've got some more knowledge about finance and you're more. Even, you're putting away money more. Like, I just... Even at that point, like, even if you're making a ton, you don't need eight accounts. I mean, unless there's something... There's probably something I don't know, but... I'm, I mean, even, like, four or five, I mean, that that seems like a fairly average re- amount. Regardless, eight seems excessive. Eight is very high. Eight seems eight very seems high. seems excessive. Yeah. So, he stepped down just today, I believe. Yeah, today. Just shy of ten years as CEO... His, um, what, show, what do they say? Oh, the COO, Timothy J. Sloan, is kind of his successor. He's okay. been grooming. So he stepped up and replaced Stumpf. Let's see, there is something. He won't be receiving a severance package. Really? No. Well, I'm sure he's He's still enough. got tens of millions of dollars. I was going to say, he's probably to not article. hurting too bad. Yeah. Uh, the board, by Mr. Stump's own recommendation, had previously decided he should rel- relinquish $41 million in unvested, unvested? Yeah, unvested equity, one of the biggest ever forfeiters of pay by a bank chief. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's huge. That's huge, but, you know... And this is still developing, though. This I'm, is still I'm developing, sure, yeah. so I'm sure there'll be more that there'll comes more. to light in the following weeks, yeah. but... Just interesting that this was going on, and apparently for a while, too, if they've opened more than 2 million accounts without customer knowledge. I mean, you can't do that overnight. I mean, no. you, need, <laughs> you certainly cannot. You need some time but to that, do that. I don't know if this has been, like, around longer than I've been paying attention, and I'm just now catching on to it. Or I'm sure it's it been flying under the radar. surfaced in the past couple weeks. I'm sure it's been flying under the radar for a while, and I've, it's starting to surface now. Yeah, I feel like this is something that I would have heard of a little while ago if oh, it were, had been going on for, or had been in people's minds and like something that had actually been going on but to have just heard about it last week i'm sure but that's all i have for that all right um i'm gonna talk about the minnesota wild all right let's hear it all right um 
So, um, listeners, if you don't know, Evan and I are both huge Minnesota Wild fans. Wearing the jersey right now. Uh, I'm wearing mine tomorrow. Uh, well, <laughs> we've got it all. We've got it out. planned out. Um, so yeah, tomorrow, Thursday the thirteenth, um, the Minnesota Wild are traveling to St. Louis to play the Blues Ooh. at seven o'clock. What are you expecting out of that game? Are you expecting a win? That's good. Mm, I didn't see him play at all over the preseason, so I don't know how they're looking. Well, they beat Carolina three to one. Good thing. They're their first one. Then that might not have been their first one. I can't remember if they played know. in September or not. But first game in October, uh, they beat Carolina three to one, and then they lost to Colorado two to nothing. They're always pretty evenly matched with Colorado. Yeah, though. it's usually a give or take. Yeah, but then they did beat Winnipeg um, last Saturday. They beat them five to one. Oh wow! So that's that's a good sign. I don't know. It depends on what St. Louis team shows up to play. I think if it's going to be the playoff team or if it's going to yeah. be their exhibition team. They're always they always play dirty. They are a dirty team. Always play dirty. They do. They really do. So it depends if that dirty team is going to show up or whether they're going to try and keep it clean for the home opener. We'll see. We'll no. see. Their home opener. That yeah. is not ours. But the Wild open their season um, this that, Saturday, the 15th. They play Winnipeg at 6 p.m. So that's exciting. their first home game. But I'm expecting a win from the Blues this week. I'm hoping Eric Stahl. Hope I'm hoping our new, um, yeah, that's right. our new, Eric our Stahl. big new acquisition, Eric Stahl, can maybe get something going. And then Bruce Boudreau, the new head coach, replacing coach. Mike Yo. I'm hoping he can uh, kind of light a fire under these guys and yeah. you know get them going. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they look like the Vikings. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be great? That would be pretty stellar. Two Minnesota teams to get behind. Oh, that'd be wow. great. That'd be incredible. All right, well, that's all I got for the Wild. All right, we'll move on then. I have over here the story of David Ortiz's retirement. That's a bummer. Right? It really is. Like, my dad telling me about... I remember my dad always telling me about... One player in particular was Ryan Sandberg. R-Y-N-E Sandberg. He was because my family's all from Iowa, so they're all Chicago Cubs fans sure. because that's the closest professional team. So Ryan Sandberg, and he'll be mad at me if I don't remember this, but he's a middle infielder. I can't remember if he's <laughs> second base or shortstop, but he played one of those. I think he played seventies. Oh, I think he played in the seventies. Okay. I think he played maybe early eighties, but I think it was majority seventies. And he was just a stellar shortstop for the Cubs back in the day, and I feel like that's gonna be me talking to my kids about David Ortiz. Definitely. I mean, it's going to be the same thing. You know, you're going to say, man, he came in clutch in these moments and like the postseason, and it's going to be one of those things that you're just going to... Get on this I mean, it'll, it'll be about. It'll be kind of like Jeter. I mean, how... We'll tell our kids about Jeter because mm-hmm. he was just... I mean, Mr. November. Like, that was <laughs> his nickname. But, um... Ortiz wrapped up his career here, or so it's looking. He's over 40 now. Um... Is he over 40? I believe so. I thought he was right on. Let's see. He might just be 40. I'm, I'm not sure. But I know he's getting up there. Let's oh, see. Oh, yeah. Final season stats. Hit a 315 this season. It's a respectable number. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> that's very good. 38 home runs and 127 RBIs. That's a killer season. For how old he is? That's a killer season. That's unbelievable that's one of the. That's one of the, yeah. I mean that's one of the better seasons he's ever had. I mean I don't remember, I don't remember him ever. I mean I'm sure he has, but off the top of my head I can't remember a time where he hit over three hundred. 
Primarily. I mean, he never he was. Followed him that close he was never a average hitter. I mean, he was power hitting first baseman, and he DH'd when somebody else came into play. Yeah. Okay, so he did just turn forty. Okay. Of things I was just reading through here. But yeah, just kind of a bummer. I mean, one of the one of the biggest names in the game. Oh yeah. I mean, aside from Jeter and. Well, in the game now, I'd say the biggest name is probably Mike Trout. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. I no, I'm speaking about all the all of the big names that yeah you know retired like Jeter and Ortiz yeah. and what a, we lost uh, Mariano Rivera, Rivera a couple of years back. Yeah. We're gonna lose Albert Pujols pretty soon. Yeah. He's on the door. So all of these all of these <coughs> veteran baseball players that you and I watched growing up now as they're all young retiring. children are retiring. That's weird. Isn't that weird? It is. But I guess I mean, it's gotta he, happen. Gotta, he had he had a successful career. Gotta make way for the young bucks yeah. too, you know. That's right. Always right. a new generation coming in. What do you got for you? I got. <laughs> what does your taste in movies Ooh, say about time. you? Quiz time, everybody. Right, Get ready. Exciting. Woo. Okay. Let's so, do it. What does your taste in movies say about you? So, first one, I'm gonna have you pick a horror movie. Now okay. your choices are Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Exorcist, the original Halloween. Um, the Thing, Friday the 13th, I Know What You Did Last Summer, The Shining, Drag Me to Hell, or The Grudge. Okay. well It's I've, a long list. I've only ever seen Halloween and The Shining. Oh my gosh, really? I, you haven't I seen... I cannot do horror movies. You, okay, well you then, know this. We watched a horror I, movie. Well, when, freshman when was the last year, time Freshman we year. Freshman year. We watched The Conjuring. And I had like the blankets <laughs> on the couch pulled up to like underneath my eyes just in that. case. I, I can't do horror movies. Oh, that was cool. Oh, that I was don't. Funny. I don't like. That them. was too funny. But I have seen The Shining. I, my dad showed it to me probably when when I was younger than he he should have. Because <laughs> I was like really terrified by that oh, at that age. I, I was young, but oh. that one was definitely okay. Well, we're gonna, gonna pick The Shining to. for yeah, you then. Go for it. All right. Now the next one. Pick a comedy. Here you go. There, comedy. Here's my okay. my scene. Right Superbad, Bridesmaids, Zoolander, Clueless, American Pie, Dumb and Dumber, Hall Pass, Mean Girls. There's something about Mary. It's definitely got to be Superbad. Absolutely. Every, every time I watch that, it's the super same bad. lines still get me. Superbad. That's a that's a funny one. It is. Okay, sci-fi. Um, 2001, A Space Odyssey, The Matrix, Close Encounter of the Third Kind, Alien, Avatar, E.T., The Extraterrestrial, the original one, um, Interstellar, The Martian, or Prometheus, that's what that said. This should speak to how nerdy I am, because I have seen seven out of these nine movies. <laughs> seen The Matrix, they didn't have Star Wars seen there. Alien, seen Avatar, seen E.T., seen Interstellar, seen The Martian, seen Prometheus. My favorite would probably have to be The Martian. I, I agree. really like I agree. Movie. I think The Martian is really good. I, I'd have to watch Avatar again, but I like The Martian. It's That's been a great a one. Okay, fantasy. So fantasy movie choices are Alice in Wonderland, Chronicles of Narnia, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, uh, The Golden Compass, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, um, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, Stardust, Witchcraft, Jumanji, or Pan's Labyrinth. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Easy to say. Absolutely, I agree. Okay, historical movie. So now your choices are Braveheart, Gladiator, The Last Samurai, Troy, The King's Speech, Alexander, Pearl Harbor, The New World, 
Agora? I'm assuming that's right. That, that's what it looks like. Yeah. This is tough. I love Braveheart. Braveheart's good. Great movie. Gladiator, amazing film. Gladiator's good too. Pearl Harbor. If it were me taking the quiz, I would pick Pearl yeah, Harbor. If it were just, me. That, I think that one that one is the most engaging for me. Just because it's it seems the most real it's just, because it's like well, actual it's the, like well recorded history yeah. and the history of yeah. our country. So yeah, I'd have to go with Pearl Harbor. Okay, okay. Alright, now you've got action. Oh boy. Um Kill Bill, Die Hard, Casino Royale, First Blood, John Wick, Mission Impossible Three, The A Team, the original, The Born Ultimatum, or The Transporter. Have you ever seen Kill Bill? I haven't, actually. Oh, so good. I'm gonna have to go with that. I love Tarantino films though. Okay. So yeah, I was deba- if it were me taking it, I would be debating between Born Ultimatum and Casino Royale. Because I just love the poker scene you gotta, in Casino Royale. You know what? You gotta watch Kill Bill. We'll watch that sometime. Because okay. that is... I've heard it's great. Oh, I just haven't so seen good. it. Okay, erotic movie. Oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Getting into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Um, Last Tango in Paris. Lie With Me. Original Sin. Wild Things. Body of Evidence. The Boy Next Door. Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct. Wild Orchid. Or Nine and a Half Weeks. And I can honestly tell you, I have not seen have a single not seen one of those. A single one of those. <laughs> Which one looks the best? Um, you know, I I've actually heard things about Basic Instinct. Okay. So we'll just so go with that go with one. That. Okay. Now you've got a disaster movie. So like, uh, yeah. You know, something bad happens, yeah. obviously. Okay. San Andreas. Have you heard of that? It's that one that's always at Walmart. Is when you're like walking in and out. Yeah, yeah you're I walking saw in and out of Walmart. It's always on those marquee displays. It had the uh, the. Mother from Spy Kids was in there. Yeah, it yeah. does. San Andreas. <laughs> That's an Day After movie. Tomorrow. Um, 2012. Armageddon. Twister. Into the Storm. Pompeii. Contagion. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Airport 1975. Armageddon. That's Armageddon? A good, that's a good movie. I like that movie. Okay. Bruce okay. Willis. It's a good actor. Okay. Animated. Now, I know, you, I know you've seen all these. Yeah. Mulan. Um, <laughs> Lion King, Incredibles, Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc., Tangled, Wally, How to Train Your Dragon, Kung Fu Panda. Lion King. Lion King. No problem there. Yeah. Okay. You're a scene stealer. Ooh. So your taste of movies says you're a scene stealer. You're a real people person. You love the attention you get. And what's even more important, everybody loves you. Wow. What a feel good answer. Yeah, no kidding. Gosh. That's pretty great. I feel so confident. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all we got for this week. Yeah, that's all the time we got. Yeah, so, so uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this week. Um, Be sure to write the show. Yeah, if you got, send us an please, email. Please, if you have any, any um, ideas for us, please send us an email on to the rocks, J on the rocks J and E at gmail dot com, and we will yeah, happily do. Love to hear from the listeners. Yeah. Any. Any stories we can report, any segments you'd like to see on the show, any yeah. quizzes we should take, Please. games we should play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to give a quick shout out to uh, the SDSU Collegian. Um, they got the week off right now, but next week is the Hobo Day issue. So uh, we're going to be hard at work. Uh, Bailey, Selena, Catherine, Mackenzie, um, 
everybody else that's there. I can't remember off the top. I, I, I'm not. They know who they are. I can't. I just can't remember off the top of my head right now. But and the rest of yeah. That's not what I meant. But etc. Et they, et they, if they're listening, they know who they are. <laughs> they do. They do. All right. That's, that's nice. Thanks again, everybody. All right. Have a good rest of your week. Bye.